1: Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey it's
2: professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana.
0: Hey I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rick Swan, Bat Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Lou Gowen. Whatever WrestleTalk is and whoever Lou Gowen
2: is. Both the Ravens. nevermore. Talk, Rambo, now and live. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper F. Quinnell and I'm joined. It's his grand return, everybody. It's Randy Andy
1: Detson. Oh, yeah, I'm back. Oh, I'm back after 312 weeks in quarantine, fighting off badgers and kicking oysters. that's what people do in quarantine isn't it those are two very different things hey you know it's a it's a hard life it's a hard life in self-isolation you got you got to you got to get by any way you can Mm. Uh, coming
2: up on today's show we're going to be talking about smackdown and also that announcement of braun Strowman being roman Reigns' replacement it was awful spoilers here's the show This announcement for WrestleMania, because we have known for weeks now that Roman Reigns had opted to pull out of his WrestleMania Universal title match against Goldberg for fears over his health. Totally understandable. I think it was a good choice to make. Um, uh, But we've known that for weeks, but WWE have never officially announced anything. And it's even been public from Roman Reigns and even from Triple H himself in interviews. They both said that they've acknowledged that Roman Reigns is definitely out of this match. But on WWE programming, they've never announced anything. That was until they announced it on this episode of SmackDown one day, one day before WrestleMania. They announced that the match had changed. And they've been teasing. Triple H said in an interview with uh, Ariel Hawani on his ESPN show, he teased that the reason they hadn't addressed this whole Roman Reigns situation and why they hadn't acknowledged that he'd been pulled out of his match is because he didn't want to spoil the story, so to speak. Ooh. He didn't. They had a unique story playing out. It's going to come out in a unique way. Yeah. That's a so, quote.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, so the quote is, Roman has his, has his situation and his reasons for doing the things he's doing. But I will say from our standpoint, in the storyline standpoint, it's going to play out in a unique manner and we want it to play out that way. I don't want to give away the ending of the movie before the movie takes place. Everybody just has to watch and see how it, this unfolds. It will unfold in a unique way and I think it will be meaningful for everybody. <laughs> hey, so this, what happened? <laughs>
2: this unique way that he's talking about... Is Michael Cole on the commentary desk, segueing between two different segments, mentioned that it's Elias versus King Corbin still at Mania, cool, and then just casually says to the side, "It's Goldberg versus Braun Strowman." What? You, you 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 can't you can't just pretend that that's, that's the match it's always been. You can't just pretend that Roman Reigns was never in this match. You can't not acknowledge the reason why he's pulled out of this match and just pretend that this is always the plan. And they've gotten away with it because they always say cards subject to change. But this is the most blatant abuse of false advertising that they have done in quite some time. This is absolutely ridiculous
1: i could not believe it when i watched it on the show the, the thing is most people most people will have seen by now that it wasn't gonna be that match but there would be a handful of people who don't really check social media don't check news websites who will still have thought because all they do is watch smackdown and raw mm-hmm. and therefore they'll have just been watching smackdown saying okay it's gonna be roman oh last week we got a segment between roman and goldberg it's gonna be roman this week it's it's uh broad by the way everyone uh yeah Braun Strowman. It's Roman, isn't it? No, no, you, you... Strowman. We, we've we've <laughs> always been saying that. We've always been saying Strowman. It's never been Roman. Uh, I don't know where you've been getting that from. I mean, Braun was inter- Intercontinental Champion. I mean, he's he's earned this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I mean, I guess it was a unique way uh, <laughs> it, because it was it was so dumb. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, even compared to Roman Vagolba, which has had no almost no build, this has had even less build. Um, we <laughs> yeah. kind of we've kind of known going to be brawn for about a week and a half. Um, Wrestle votes teased it. Um, some people are like, "Oh, this could be really cool." It's it's uh, like beefcake against old man beefcake, um, young versus new beef, aged beef versus um, <laughs> other uh, <laughs> new beef. Um but. Uh, yeah, I, I for I don't, I don't really want to see this match. Uh, I would have yeah. much preferred someone. I mean, I've, I mean, I'm, am sh- sort of, sh- I, I know Adams gone for Goldberg to win, but I, no, sorry, gone for Braun to win, but I, I think Goldberg should win and will win. Um, mm-hmm. And in that case, I feel like you could have put him against someone like the match he had against Dolph at uh, SummerSlam or Survivor Series, where he just mm-hmm. killed them because he can do that to a smaller guy but I can't see how he's going to get brought up for a jackhammer. Um, I don't know
2: if he's going to try. It might just be like two or three spears and just not do a jackhammer spear, at all.
1: And it might just be a suplex where he kind of does it and like folds immediately. I mean, yeah. the thing is, they've had a lot of attempts at it. They, they're, going to, they're going to do it true. until he gets it right because it's pre-recorded so they can... If you If you suddenly see a shot of... The commentators, you know why? That's because they have had to re- re-record this thing until <laughs> Braun met when I actually get up for it. Um, and unless if, they, if really they cut quick... to a
2: shot of the crowd, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah. But the thing is that the sooner the sooner it takes place in the match with the Jackhammer, the better because the damn Goldberg's muscles will be less tired. Because as we saw against mm. uh, the Fiend, you couldn't even get Bray Wyatt up after a I don't know after five minutes of a match. So I don't know how he's going to get Braun, who's probably 100 pounds heavier.
2: Yeah, that's it's it's going to be something, all right, this match. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't understand why they have like the perfect way to legitimately take someone out of a match and just put their hands up and just say, hey guys, Roman's withdrawn from the match for fears yeah. over his health. And that is a perfectly reasonable, perfectly understandable
1: excuse. And for a company which has been trying to get Roman over for 412 years, have him cut a promo from home, say, guys, look, this is why I'm not going to be there. I'm really sorry. You remember what happened last year, but my immune system isn't what it used to be. I don't want to take any risks. That's a really baby face thing to do. That's like yeah. okay, wow. Okay, this guy's a this guy's a hero. He's he's withdraw he doesn't want to withdraw. He clearly but he's had to um because it's the only choice possible. So, yeah, I, yeah. I mean it would have been just and- such an easy way to do it.
2: Yeah. And I mean, they they did it perfectly in NXT when Tommaso Ciampa had to be withdrawn from his NXT TakeOver New York match for surgery. And they started doing all these video packages of him in rehab, him having his surgeries and what it meant to him, showing his family. Like that was he was a heel at the time, but they Mm. turned him face through these incredible video packages that they put showcasing how much he sacrificed to be in that ring and how much he has to work to be there and all the work he's got to do in order to come back at some point. Why wouldn't you do that for Roman? It's a perfect babyface move in a situation in the world. That's so easy to root for people. Why do they choose the option that makes me resent them? Like what is wrong with them? I want to like you WWE. Please let me like you.
1: You don't oh, need to so bring annoying. him. You don't need to bring him to performance center. He lives in Florida, or he's from <laughs> yeah. Pensacola. Just send one camera guy who you know hasn't got Steve, and then send him over. Do a five, not even five minute, three minute promo on his doorstep, uh, and then that's it. That's all. That's all I would need from this. Um, and then he maybe he, maybe he goes. But do you know what? I've had some amazing battles with this guy in the past. Uh, I want I've chosen him as my replacement, or something like that. Uh, um, I want Braun Strowman will be facing Goldberg, just that, and I go right. I still don't want to see this match very much, but at least they've actually given a reason for it.
2: Right? And it it would make, especially for someone of a more casual nature, who'd be the people who wouldn't know that Reigns are out of the match anyway, would probably be like, oh, an endorsement from Roman Reigns on Braun Strowman. That's so cool. Oh, he was the Intercontinental Champion not long ago. Maybe he could do it. This would actually be quite interesting. Even Just that minor little passing of the torch from Roman to Braun is a perfect way to set up this match. But they just canned it. They just moved it all to the side to just say, it's Braun.
1: It's always been Braun. What are you talking about? I, I I do not understand what they were thinking. The the fact that Triple H was like there's gonna be a unique way, we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna pull it play out the way we want it to play out makes me think something was filmed. Something happened, something was pre-taped, which was a unique way of pulling him. He was attacked by someone, he I don't know, he fell off a stepladder and hurt his foot. I don't know, it just something happened. But it just feels like at the last minute Vince went. Oh, no, we, I we I don't I don't want that. Uh let's just let's just announce it and hope people don't realize what's happened. Everyone See, knows I think, anyway.
2: I I think that's the optimistic route uh, because mm-hmm. there was also a report from CageSide Seats at the time that said that WWE are looking to wait until the last minute to reveal yeah. any WrestleMania changes so they can maximize the number of people who haven't heard the news and would still think they would be watching. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. And this could even be shown in the episode itself, because this announcement was a throwaway side comment from Michael Cohen. You didn't even see him on the screen when he said it. This was a complete throwaway thing, hoping that people would miss it, still thinking that it's Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. And they did a tweet. They did a tweet to say that it's Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. All those people, uh, it's Braun Strowman and Goldberg, all those people that are on Twitter already know that that's the match that's going to happen. So right. that damage has already been done. But for on the actual WWE program, they just skipped over it like it was nothing when it's for your, supposedly, your biggest championship
1: in the company. If I- you had gone to the toilet and then come back, you might still think it's Roman Reigns. Exactly. that's how little attention they gave this thing.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's it's... Absolutely bonkers! I do not understand it, and as Oli uh, said in the edited review of SmackDown on the News today, it's genuinely unforgivable. Like, mm. like, actually unforgivable what they're doing. It's it's a, the most blatant, fr- flagrant abuse of false advertising that I can remember in quite some time. Like, there's been some like that are very questionable. Like Daniel Bryan's going to be at Crown Jewel. John is in the Royal Rumble, etc. Yeah. But when this is about someone's health and you don't acknowledge it and it's just Roman's not there and you don't acknowledge all the, all the crazy things that are happening in the world right now and you just pretend
1: that this was always the plan, that is just it's we, awful. We still—they They still haven't even mentioned that there's anything happening. Like, no. they've just said, oh, he's been pulled or that's happening or the situation in the world they haven't, they haven't mentioned that there's any kind of health issue at the moment. No. Going I, on.
2: I, I can see why they'd initially want to do that. Why they want to be just like, you know what? Ignore all that stuff. Let's just focus on entertainment. Put smiles on people's faces. Fine. If that's what you want to do, fine. But at the very least, when there's situations like this that affect your programming when there's things that have infiltrated beyond what your kayfabe world is and have actually affected the people behind the wrestlers, that's when you take a stand and that's when you say, let's acknowledge what's happened. Let's just, you know, nip it in the bud, just say, this is what's going on. Break away from the entertainment for just a minute here. This is the real situation. Here's what we're going to be doing. Now back to your entertainment. Fine. That is... Perfectly okay, it would sympathize me to WWE, it would sympathize me to Roman Reigns, it would sympathize me to Braun Strowman, it would sympathize me to Goldberg, and that is a feat in and of itself. So, there's everything they had all the cards there, and then they just went, What well, we need to put them on the table, uh, pff, no, and they just got rid of them all, they had it all there, it was all for them, and they just went, Nah, yeah, it's really really annoyed me, which is such a shame because I really enjoyed this episode of SmackDown. And I I hated to start off on such a a negative tone. But the rest of this episode, I promise, will actually be quite positive because I really enjoyed the rest of this episode.
1: It's amazing how three seconds can ruin, almost ruin two hours.
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: we now need to say thank you to some very special people and those are our 25 dollar and above Pledge Hammer Backers on Patreon. If you haven't gone over to WrestleTalk's Patreon yet, you get there's tons of bonus content to have at all sorts of tiers over there. If you just have uh, at the $5 tier, you get access to the uh, entire WrestleTalk Extra uh, archive where there's hours upon hours of Ollie and Luke reviewing all sorts of shows from wrestling history Uh, which I'm sure you might need in this time of, uh, you know, isolation. Uh, If if there's times of boredom, there's hours of content for you to have. We've been releasing some of them to the public feed every Monday as well, so you might have seen already what a WrestleTalk Extra podcast is like. There's loads more uh, at the $5 tier. But if you pledge at the $25 and above dollar tiers, then you get your own custom wrestling name, which gets read out on a show like this. So thank you to Ryan B. Bad, woo, And you get a cheap
1: pop as well. Uh, the British Bulldog Philip Boy J. Smith Jr. Yeah, Philip Boy J. Smith Jr. Woo! Uh, angry Arbel Zafiri, Woo. yes, really angry. Uh, angry. Your best friend Neon Palette, yay, pal,
2: best mm, friend. I get it. The Mountain Matthew Dennis,
1: Woo. oh, he's so big. Thank you. Uh, he's no jackass. Dano. Absolutely not a jackass.
2: Thank you, Dano. Rob Steiner Recliner.
1: Mm. Yes, thank you. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins, one of our friends. That,
2: that crisis is infinite. That's mm. apt. Ross, Pooper Scooper Cooper. Oh, oh what, what a great a name, name,
1: Pete. One of my uh, favourite names. Bad Connection, Thomas Lagder. That's
2: been that's in this whole episode. Marvelous, Mike Mack. Woo, thank you, that is marvellous And
1: heroic Hector Mercado Woo,
2: thank you very much everyone Right?
1: Um, But anyway, yeah, the the rest of the show was nice I'm sure you're about to introduce it Absolutely, yes. It was it was a very solid go-home show.
2: Maybe not WrestleMania go-home show worthy, but mm. it built the matches very effectively. I'm looking forward to more matches than I was before the show started. And really, what more can you ask for?
1: Yeah. We um, got the return of Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. And that was amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, how crazy is that? Um, yeah, so the, the show started off with uh, supposedly Miz TV, which mm. was promo segment, because uh, the Usos the New Day came out first, they cut a promo on each other, being like, let's go Us, New Day rocks! Yeah, Whatever, yeah. they said. They cut a promo on each other, saying they were going to win. Yeah. Uh, Miz and Morrison came out and said no, we're going to win. We wear and turtlenecks. They, we wear turtlenecks, and we're really cool. Uh, and they said they have great strategy, so they climbed the ladders that were on the stage, which is poor mm. strategy, because then the New Day and the Usos got out of mm. the ring and just started attacking them, which, you know, it's great. Yeah. Um, uh, but... Ms... Ladder. Uh, yeah. And then they... uh <laughs> It's pretty good, actually. Uh Then they started brawling. Everyone started going at it. Ms. and Morrison stood tall at the end of it and climbed the ladders yep. again, held their titles up and said, we're going to win, which is totally a match that's going to happen at the show. Mm-hmm. Speaking of false advertising...
1: Yes, I was going to yeah. say, this, the, the Roman thing was not the only piece of false advertising because, as we know from reports, and if you don't want to... uh know the report skip ahead a minute um a minute, yeah it's not going to be that match because what we're actually getting uh because the usos weren't too keen on wrestling the Miz had to pull out uh because he wasn't feeling very well and the new day i just don't think are there but it's going to be john morrison versus an uso we don't know which one uh in a ladder match i don't think anything's on the line but it's just going to be yeah a ladder match which to be honest will probably be quite good yeah, totally.
2: I mean, it's a ladder match between two very high-flying, athletic guys. Yeah. Totally, probably going to be quite fun. I'd be shocked if the tag titles are on the line. i, I yeah, I, I that would don't be know strange. It's going to happen unless but...
1: they go unless the Usos win it, and then Miz comes back and go, "Oh, it was never in the match. You never won it from both of us." All that sort of stuff. But yeah, I think it'd be silly to put them on the line because just. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to get a lot of TV after after this weekend. But um, when we come back, they can they can be a heel. And go, oh, we've we've held the title uncontested for three months because there have not any TV or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, uh, and the thing is as well, if they again,
2: if they said, if they acknowledge what's going on and said, so instead we're going to have John Morrison versus Jimmy Uso in a ladder match, I'd mm. be like, oh. That's really cool. And if they put the tag titles on the line, I'd be like, oh, that's actually really cool. It's like a unique, complete twist on it, but they're still keeping to what they promised. I'd be totally okay with it. Let- but because they've not yeah. said anything about it, I'm just like, oh, no, it'd be weird if they put the tag titles Let's on the line. Let's say now. there was
1: just some crazy bump that happened here. I don't know, you got, you, you put, I don't know, uh, one of the one of the Usos and both the New Day were like, in between a ladder and then someone did like a move on top of it. And they were like, they've all broken all of their ribs. They cannot mm. compete this weekend. Um, again, it feels, ob- it's, it just sounds obvious when you say it, but clearly it was impossible to, to figure it out. I mean, I know they are on a really tight schedule and all that sort of thing. Um, but they have time.
2: They have a lot of really competent video editors. They have people who can do promo segments. They have all sorts of ways of getting around this stuff. They're just choosing not to, which is the worst thing. Um, But, again, I know that sounded pretty negative. I like this segment. It's just a shame it's building for a match that won't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, After that, we got another segment that I didn't think I was going to like, but I actually ended up quite enjoying, which was a triple threat match between Naomi Lacey Evans and Tamina. With Bailey and Sasha Banks on commentary. Uh this match and this whole segment really was just kind of there to put over Tamina as a legit threat, which yeah. she she isn't. And it's I mean, there's a couple of weeks of good, solid booking for Tamina that yep. doesn't quite write out the ten years of bad booking before it, but
1: it's a start, I guess. Hey, nobody is Mina. Than Tamina. <laughs> uh, I mean, out came very right. Yeah. Naomi came out uh, with wings, so you can feel the crow. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then Tamina comes out to probably her biggest reaction ever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael yeah. Cole said, It's Tamina. And that is, that is a tumultuous applause compared to the most, like most of her career. So yeah. Hi, Brace. Um, yeah. My notes are, I wonder if she's going to super kick someone in this match because that is her. I mean there are some people with a limited moveset like Jinder and stuff but she has mm-hmm. she can do a, a super kick a headbutt and a samoan drop. Yes. and she usually botches a samoan drop. Yeah. Um but yeah it was it was a perfectly good match. Um sorry there's a cat outside I got um distracted. Very distracted Um. Cat. yeah. And uh yeah so it was a it was a good match and you had uh Sasha Banks and Bailey on commentary which I really liked because they were kind mm-hmm. of being chummy 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 Sasha Banks tries to interfere gets kicked by Naomi and I thought it's interesting because Bailey doesn't make any attempt to go and help her she's mm-hmm. just like oh well I'll stay here um, so I thought it was a nice little bit of character building well I do think we're going to get one of them turning on the other uh, this weekend so yeah it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a nice little build I, I don't think anyone's kidding themselves to think Tamina's actually going to win no. uh, because she's Tamina um she's there because Dana Brooke was ill or and Carmela's ill Uh, not not Carmela was ill but she's just decided to Mm self-isolate um yeah she's she's a placeholder um and she's a bit bigger than the other people so she's got this kind of threat that they like to say look she's a bit bigger than them that other person therefore she must be threatening
2: who could possibly eliminate the big show uh yeah
1: uh I, I liked
2: that they're starting to treat Tamina like a threat. It makes it feel a bit more like it's rather than four people and Tamina, it's kind of a five way match now, which I enjoy. Mm. I really liked the Banks and Bailey on commentary, especially because there was little teasers through the little things they were saying. It was like uh, I think Michael Cole was saying something like, uh, "What would it be if you had you guys uh, are like peanut butter and jelly, but what would it be if it's if you just had one of them?" And I think mm. Bailey was Bailey was
1: like, "Oh no, that'd be that'd be
2: rubbish." And Sasha Banks was like, "Oh, I think it'd be great."
1: It's like, oh. yeah, well, mm. there was one point where Sasha Banks said, what time is it? And then Michael Cole said, it's boss time. And I hated that.
2: Yeah, that, that wasn't good. That was that yeah. was a that was a low point of this match. Um, but yeah, Tamina gets the win after Bailey causes a distraction. Um, yep. She comes in and distracts Naomi. Naomi gets super kicked. Tamina wins. Bailey and Banks separately both try and make peace offerings with Tamina, which <laughs> both gonna... ends terribly. Uh one gets super kicked, one gets someone and dropped, and Tamina stands tall to end the segment, which again is cool to put over Tamina. I really like the tension between Banks and Bailey. I'm I'm looking more forward to this match than I was before the match started. So yeah. Thumbs up for that. Absolutely. Um after that we see uh Tucker backstage getting warmed up for his match later using the the old resistance bands Mm. Uh, as he's standing there though, the glitches that have been plaguing SmackDown for months, start playing again. This time though, it has those normal glitches and then text appears on the screen that just says the truth will be heard, which is very ominous. Uh, Mm. And then Mandy Rose walks into shot and then it cuts. (laughs) I'm sure they didn't say anything of importance. Um, But then after that, we get the uh, retro match of choice for this week. Uh, and all the matches that they've done in the past have linked in some way to something, some sort of programming that they've got going on. It would be, you know, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena from WrestleMania 30. They had Roman Reigns versus Triple H from
1: WrestleMania 32.
2: This one was Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 24.
1: Well, for reason. Because Charlotte Flair is wrestling this weekend and she's going to retire... Uh, because rhea ripley's gonna say i'm sorry i love you and kicker
2: yep so i guess this was more of a promotion for wrestlemania as a whole yeah. rather look, than we have had good matches before yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly look emotions you remember what The things. crowd looks like yeah exactly um uh, yeah i didn't get why they picked that match at all but whatever uh, then we get the announcement of uh, Braun Strowman being inserted in the match after a quick recap of the Elias King Corbin stuff and Michael Cole saying it's still Elias versus King Corbin, but one has to question the how well Elias is, which means it's probably the Gronk stepping in, or mm. Mojo Rawley, or both. Well, there was, um, a,
1: there was a report which said uh, Gronk was going to be doing something that, Unexpected was yeah, it? Yeah, Brian Alvarez was like, Oh, yeah, he does something. I think it was Brian Alvarez, it might I might be wrong, but oh Dave like, yeah, I think it was one of the two. Yeah, but he's like, Oh, yeah, he's gonna be doing something unexpectedly good or yeah. Or I think he, it was he, so- yeah, something was that you wouldn't expect you would think. Yeah, yeah.
2: Something like that, yeah. Which means he's turning heel on Mojo Rawley. Um, after that, uh, we have Tucker and Otis backstage. Uh Tucker comes in and says that Mandy asked about him, but he thinks she was just being nice. Uh, and then Otis gets a text on his phone and goes, "Oh yes," and then walks off. Walks off, yeah. And then Tucker's like, "Wait, why I have a match like now? Where are you going?" He's like, oh, "I'll be there." He wasn't there. Spoilers. He wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there. Um, but yeah, so then it was that match. It was Tucker versus Dolph Ziggler, but with no Otis. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this match was really good for a couple of reasons. Uh, I thought Tucker's facial expressions through the match was great. He just wanted to hurt the guy that has hurt his friend. And I think at various points through it, he put in a really valiant showing and he was hitting like side sounds and stuff. He threw Dolph Ziggler into the steps. And while he was doing, it, he was like, I am angry. You have hurt my friend, uh, which I thought was really cool. Didn't like the finish, though, because no. it was he, he threw Dolph Ziggler into the steps. And that's not a DQ, not a DQ. Very important. And then the top half of the steps Tucker kicks off, which I thought was a cool thing. He was like, "Oh, I'm angry. I'm going to kick the top half of the steps off." And then as he's standing there, Dolph Ziggler gets up, hits a zigzag onto the bottom half of the steps, and that's
1: a DQ. That's a DQ, yeah. So here's my here's here's my bugbear with the Tucker thing. Mm-hmm. I think he's got big cast syndrome, where he is Ooh, in a tag team with someone who is not as good a worker in the ring. I know Otis is like his move sets more over, but he's definitely not as good a worker, Mm -hmm. but he's so much more charismatic than Tucker that when they split apart, and I fully expect them to split apart because I think they're going to get carried away with Otis. And then they're going to, Tucker's going to get annoyed and attack Otis. I can just see Tucker becoming big man who people beat. Um, because that's what Big Cass became. And then he got released quite quickly. Mm -hmm. So I I really worry for Tucker just because we've seen this kind of dynamic before in a tag team with big guy, charismatic guy. They split up, charismatic guy keeps getting pushed, even though he's not as good in the ring. Um, And big guy just kind of fades into, into nothing.
2: Yeah, so. it, it would be a travesty if they split the team up, because I think they complement each other so well in terms of their styles of charisma and in terms of in-ring stuff, because Tucker doing the actual work, building to an Otis hot tag allows Otis to just do the big moves that are really over without that becoming stale really, really quickly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it would, it would not be smart, to split them they, up, they but I completely up. agree
1: with you. They've proven the last few years that just keeping a tag team together for several years does work. You've got you've got the New Day, who people keep saying, "Oh, they're gonna split up, they're gonna split up." They never have, and they never don't have, have to. Oh. Uh, the Usos, for obvious reasons, don't split up. It's it's fine to keep a tag team together, which which has always been a tag team because there's a difference between a actual tag team and then just putting like I don't know Drew McIntyre and and Dolph Ziggler together. They were always going to break up, yeah, as they did last year. But if you I mean, I, I think that's team, why always a tag team. There's
2: I, I no think that's region. why people are so insistent yeah. on the New Day breaking up because they were three dudes who came together. Yeah, but the I think that the New Day is better than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. In my humble opinion, I think all three of them are really, really great, and I think all three of them deserve singles pushes on their own, but still keep them as part of the New Day because I think the the formation of the three of them together is just fantastic. It's much better than. You know, I think Biggie's five-count gimmick, it was much better than Kofi being Jamaican, and it was much better than whatever Xavier Woods was doing beforehand, being part of the Funkasaurus team. He got introduced by Brodus Clayton. Nope. I don't know. I think he was with the Funkadactyls at some point. Mm. It was with R-Truth. That's when Xavier Woods debuted, was R-Truth introduced him, and he came out with the Funkadactyls, or something like that. It was super weird anyway he's he's much better now yeah. um yeah but then after this is when the big reveal happens uh after that Dolph Ziggler looks like he's gonna crush Tucker uh underneath he grabs the top half of the stairs and looks like he's gonna slam it down onto Tucker who's still laying on the bottom half of the steps uh which I thought is it is a cool visual just him standing above him with the, the top half of the stairs but Mandy mm-hmm. and Sonia come out and call him off and be like Dolph no, what are you doing yeah yeah um Otis then runs out and checks on Tucker. Dov kind of scampers away to the other side of the ring. But that's when the glitches start again. The truth will be heard. And it cuts to... Okay, I'm going to get the negatives out of the way first. Because I did like this reveal. Mm. This guy is a shadowy figure. Thumbs up. Hood up. Thumbs up. Cool. Sounds cool. Uh, His back, he's got loads of screens around him. And like this hacker desk thing. He's got the, you know, the lights that we've been seeing with the the multiple lights are in the in the ring. Yep. Cool, that's like his
1: symbol now, I guess. Cool.
2: Why does he have like the Matrix on one of the screens? It was a bit weird. It's,
1: it's coding. It's coding. It's, it's in the binary numbers and stuff. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah it was. It was a bit goofy. It was very. Uh, what 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 does a hacker look like? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, screens and stuff. Um, you might as well just had a, like a name plaque which said mr hacker uh (laughs) because yeah yeah, it was just i don't know it was just lots of screens that no one human could possibly look at all the time but there you go and also the length to which he's gone is to get like find out that someone sent a text that's not really hacker material i reckon i could have figured that one out um without without 400 screens
2: well, well, we'll get to the actual reveal and then I'll, I'll say mm-hmm. what I think of it because the, the hacker man says in a distorted voice you can't tell who's talking Uh, it just says, uh, were you paying attention? I told you the truth will be heard. He turns around in his chair and presses play with really exaggerated movements and play. And then it has the really comical rewind sound effect yeah. when it's yeah That. And it plays security footage revealing that Sonya Deville and Dolph Ziggler have been planning this whole thing the whole time which is great I'm glad they didn't do a stupid swerve and yeah. just be like it was Tucker or something stupid like that um they kept they kept to what the story that actually makes sense and they said that you know Sonya sent the texts off Mandy's phone and then deleted them afterwards so Mandy couldn't see them uh, she planned the whole thing with Dolph to sabotage the date etc uh and then it cuts back to the ring and Sonya's like uh oh.
1: Uh, Mandy, sorry. And Mandy's like, oh my God, what's he doing?
2: That's so Pretty mean. Yeah. yeah. And, and then she... Sonia's like, I would never do anything to hurt you. And then Mandy's like, ha, I'm going to leave. Uh, <laughs> and then she walks out. Video.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, she walks out. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, it's good. It's good that it's kind of got the right ending, I guess. I guess mm-hmm. this means the end of Fire and Desire. Oh no. Um, and it kind of, yeah, adds a bit of fuel to tomorrow's or Sunday's match. I'm assuming that mm. now means that Mandy's going to be in Otis's corner. I wouldn't think so, because I don't think she's, she's fully like
2: grasped the whole Otis standing her up yeah. thing. I don't think she's quite got her head around it yet. So I think she's not going to be in his corner for the match, but she will be involved in the match in some way. And I'm still sticking with my prediction. Her and Otis are going to kiss. Middle of the ring after Otis beats Dolph Ziggler, it's gonna happen. I'm calling it now, um, but uh, yeah. So the the hacker reveal was good. I yes. liked that it made sense. Very curious though, who is the hacker man? It's because the i I'm, rally. I'm quite worried that we'll never find out. This will be who threw the pie? Kevin Kevin manager. This, this will be the Raw general manager, and we'll never know who this person is. It's just a person it was a figure to make the story happen rather than doing that i am worried that that's going to happen i hope that's not the case and i'm hoping that there's more things that the hacker man can do or more truths he's going to uncover in the wwe or something i don't know but some sort of story surrounding him would be cool moving forwards i hope it's not just a plot device basically
1: yeah, I, I do still think it's supposed to be Mustafa Ali because I, I can't see why they've been doing that like r- ring of lights if it wasn't him. Mm. Um, and there was, I think, one of our website guys, he sort of said, well, Mustafa Ali used to be a policeman. Uh, he could use that. Like, oh, well, I use my time in the police. To, I don't know why he's suddenly from Essex, but um, <laughs> I use my time in the police to to learn how to hack into people. And I, I want to change things how things are run around here he could be the new big boss man um mm. I, I yeah i, I think it's mustaf rally um but i'm 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 more than willing to accept that what you said it's never going to be revealed and it's just going to yeah. be some guy who's sorting out like teenage girl problems like oh you texted me like i'm on the case it's like the worst superhero ever who just like <laughs> figures out who was cheating on who and his name is Hackman. yes exactly yeah
2: uh yeah so i'm i'm really quite excited for oh Ziegler. Ziggler i thought this was mm-hmm. a great payoff to the story really look forward to their match to see what happens i'm pumped okay. um after that we got Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura ahead of Bryan's intercontinental championship match against Sami Zayn at Wrestlemania uh, i thought this was a really good match um again didn't like the finish just because Cesaro caused the DQ when it looked like Bryan was going to win uh I thought it would have been fine if Dolph Ziggler beat Tucker, and I thought yeah. it would have been fine if Daniel Bryan beat Shinsuke. I, I don't see why he couldn't have those two matches just finish properly. Yeah. Um but regardless, I thought it was a really good match because it's Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura. How could it be a bad match? And then uh afterwards, Sami Zayn and Cesaro and Shinsuke just beat down like and Brian, and they hit all three of their finishers on Brian. There's a neutralizer, Kinshutter, Haluva kick to finish it off. I thought it was great. Yeah. Three of them stood tall. I'm really, really looking forward to their match. I hope it gets a lot of time. Yes. Thumbs and up. I,
1: I hope I hope it's most of it is just a singles match and not just everyone trying to jump in the ring. Um, I hope
2: everyone gets ejected so it's just Brian and
1: Sammy. That would be great. Yeah. that would be lovely. Um, mm. Those two could put on a one- When one helluva match. Yay, there Um, it is. Thank you very much. Uh, But yeah, no, this this could be one of the matches of the night as long as it's given time. Yes, exactly. Uh, And then
2: the final segment uh, for the match, uh, for the night, sorry, was a John Cena promo. Uh, He came out and cut what I thought was a fantastic promo, uh, Mm. proving that he doesn't really need the crowd to bounce off because he can just say the words really
1: well. it, It started, I felt like a bit like an advert and then it went and then it turned into an actual promo. It was kind of like going, Oh, we're in the final minutes for Mania. It's going to be something you've never seen before. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Watch it. Um, but then he's like, Yeah, so the fiend loves uncertainty and and uh, fear leads to panic, panic leads to collapse. Everyone's asking, What's going to happen next? I will squash Bray Wyatt and finish what I started six years ago. He's just a bootleg Mr. Rogers and I will expose him as an embarrassment. I thought this mm-hmm. was really cool and it made me want to want the fiend to win even more.
2: Totally. Yeah. That, I think that was the biggest thing is Cena isn't turning heel, but he's going into that kind of that that side of the fan base that already don't like John Cena. Yeah. He's leaning into that to just be like, here's why you shouldn't like me even more. And here's why you should want The Fiend to win a, that little bit more, which I, I'm yeah. I'm really enjoying. Uh, I thought it was a great promo.
1: It works because you've got The Fiend who, he's. I mean, I know he's been damaged and damaged and damaged, but he's still over and he's still got a really big, like, loyal fan base. But he's still seen as this kind of evil character who, who does the wrong thing. So Cena's got the perfect balance of, yeah, he's still fighting against this evil guy. So that's babyface, but then he's kind of acting the heel towards the people. As you said, the people who don't like him. Mm. So he doesn't lose anything in this. He, in fact, he just makes him look even better. Yeah. Um, and then out come the puppets.
2: Mm, yes, all the uh, all the puppets come out, all the dolls uh, come out, and start surrounding the ring. And this is where I thought this promo got even better. Was because yeah. uh, I think they they leaned into. Not having a crowd, and I'm I'm always a big, I've, I've said on, on previous podcast episodes, I'm I'm a big uh, proponent of them experimenting with the way they do their shows, not having a live crowd, meaning they can try different things. And this was another example yeah. of that. The puppets start popping up all, all around the ring, saying that they're going to play with Cena forever inside the Funhouse and all that stuff. Um, of course, Cena accepted the Firefly Funhouse match, which we didn't mention, but that was yeah. a given um they all say yeah they're going to play with cena forever uh the fiend then appears in that kind of crow's nest perch thing that they've got on the side uh, and he stares down in the in the ring at cena and then they have these like these sound effects coming in and these like hard cuts and very quick cuts and these like this mm. atmospheric like in a horror movie they've got these like atmospheric ringing noises that build and build and build and build, and build, and build until they have a jump scare of Regular Bray Wyatt, Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt, appearing in the ring behind John Cena, going "Let me in," and
1: then he leaves. It was so goofy, but I really liked it. I was like, "Right, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty cool." Because it was right? like, "Oh yeah," like I just saw oh, the fiend's over there. That's how it's going to end. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. That's fun. And then it exactly. Just ended. So I was yeah. like, "Ah, oh, that's nice." I and I can. I think they're going to be doing a lot of that in their match. I mean, mm. the, yeah, the report is going to be. Massively edited and and very kind of movie movie, um. So yeah, it's going to be. It could be really. It, it's it's going to be either really corny or really good.
2: Yeah, and so. I, I think uh, I, I think this this segment put over uh kind of how weird the Firefly Funhouse match is going to be. It's going to be kind of mm-hmm. weird and wacky, and it might be kind of horror themed as well. There's been obviously a ton of horror influences in the fiend character as a whole. This segment kind of proved that, uh, built upon it, and I think it—it sh- it- it- teleportation is dumb. Just going to say that. Teleportation yeah. is really stupid. But I love the fact that they're trying something new, they're trying something different with The Fiend, and they're trying something different with this whole match as a whole, giving it the cinematic experience and, and- making sure that Bray Wyatt has something unique going for him. And I-, I really appreciated that in this
1: segment. And like you said, it was super goofy, but I loved it. And it backs up the WrestleTalk.com exclusive um that it's gonna be The Fiend and Bray Wyatt wrestling in the same match because they've got mm-hmm. they've already shown yeah. that that like the two can exist at the same time. Um so I think there's gonna be a lot of yeah. kind of camera camera trickery. So yeah, I, I it's gonna be really interesting to watch. Um yeah, and I mean, yeah. Yeah, as you said, there's lots of horror influences and things like that. And if you want to find out exactly where the fiend came from, Pete, what should they do?
2: They should go over to parts fun node and they should check out the explain series from Laurie Blake because it is genuinely a fantastic video. But hmm. Laurie had the chance to sit down with um Kyle Scarborough, who's the guy who actually sketched the original designs for the fiend mask, the fiend lantern, things like that. Who then you know been taken away by tom savini's team that actually got made uh it's it's a really fascinating deep dive on where the fiend came from what his influences are and how it actually came about it's genuinely and i know i'm just saying this and, and i'm not just saying this because it is a parts fun known video it's genuinely a really interesting mm. deep dive into the fiend and the character and i i love it great job from laurie Absolutely. please go and watch it it's great mm. um but uh, overall, the show I thought was pretty good. I thought it was a really solid build for WrestleMania. Um, I like I said at the at the top of the show, I'm more excited for these matches than I was before. Uh, so thumbs up for that. That's what a go home show should do. Um, yep. Yeah, I guess I, I'm I'm more looking forward to it later. So I, I, the thing is with that whole Braun thing though, I, I I can't rate it higher than smack bang in the middle. I cannot rate yep. it higher than three out yeah. of five because that is three just out awful. Five
1: uh yeah. also because there was sort of 20 minutes of a match i'd already seen and i'm just kind of like yes. okay yeah fine whatever but i'm not going to watch it again so you just you just skip past it don't you if you yeah um, but yeah exactly, no three yeah. out of five but uh yeah. yeah so this this weekend's going to be interesting
2: it is going to be very interesting indeed it's well you say this weekend tonight and tomorrow oh. is going to be very interesting yeah Oh, it's going to be weird. Um, we're on the cusp of history, Datsun. The weirdest mm. WrestleMania in history. So, Datsun, you have finally returned to the SmackDown Pat. podcast after Pat. a long old time. It was, a, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, but now you have a microphone that works and is good I quality. I have a microphone so...
1: that works and it's good quality. My, I have ordered parts, so I have a... Uh, I was about to show on camera, but there's no point. I have got a microphone and I've got a microphone stand and I've got a cable, but I need, what I need is the adapter to plug into my laptop, Mm. um, which uh, Amazon, I've ordered on Amazon Prime, but Amazon told me yesterday that uh, for obvious reasons, deliveries are being delayed. um, So unfortunately it didn't arrive, but luckily uh, my next door neighbor, the person who lives below me uh, in my flat is a music producer and therefore has lots of microphones. Don't worry; it's been sterilised. Uh, <laughs> uh, careful not to handle it uh, at the same time. Mm. So I've been very safe. So don't worry, everyone. I know you've been worrying about me a lot. Um, People have
2: actually. People really? have been asking Where, where's Datsun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, no, it was, it was just a lack of microphone. It was. Uh, it was. I, I, I wasn't sacked. I promise. Um, mm. I don't think I was. Uh, if I if, if I was, I got rehired very quickly. Um, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, Who says no, you've been uh, rehired? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm, maybe I'm not, you're just I'm, here. I'm not, I'm not even being paid for this. No, um, you're just here
2: out of the goodness of your heart.
1: Exactly. But yes, no. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm here. I'll be here for the foreseeable future as well. But yeah. that I suppose that depends on whether there's actually going to be a SmackDown. Going
2: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it might not be anything after this. Um, I, I'm pretty sure everyone else on the podcast has spoken about it at this point. But uh, how are you finding the whole working from home f- deal?
1: Well, Pete, I hate it. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I am uh, not good at working from home. I never have been. Um, I struggle with uh, the lack of human interaction. Um, it, I, I find that I need it to help me focus better. So mm. when and there's no one here, and because my flatmate um, is now living with his family during during uh, quarantine. Um, it's just me in a flat, um, so it's uh, it, it can get a bit uh, can get a bit lonely, yeah, can get a bit lonely, but it's nice because we do our daily calls and mm-hmm. I have uh, people to, I have people to speak to, I have people to game with, so it's not like I have no one to speak to, but you yeah, know, it's one of those things we've all got to get through, everyone's got their own coping mess mechanisms. Um, For sure, if you will, if you will, Osprey, you throw yourself down the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I sound like I'm crying, I'm not, um. I've befriended the next door neighbor's cat, who I hang out with and on my door. That's a big success already. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, he is called Ralph um, and he's very friendly and I sometimes give him uh, snacks. Uh, did he,
2: Is he actually called Ralph or did you just name him? I
1: heard Ralph? someone call him Ralph. Um, okay. So I'm assuming that's what he's called. Um but yeah, so but, he, he, but what if
2: that was a name that they
1: just given him? What if you well, what if it was, that's so already a fake name? Well because it was the owner. So I'm, yeah, I'm, what I'm, if it's I'm, a fake
2: name?
1: The owner is giving him a fake name. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Um but yeah, no, he's very nice. He sometimes comes to my front door and we just sit there. I don't I don't let him in because I don't want him to think I've actually adopted him. Mm. Um but I'm worried, look I don't think they can hear me, but I don't think they're treating him very well because he is basically skin and bones. Oof, um that's not good. So either he's ill, or they're not feeding him. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm giving him like little snacks here, and I don't want to overfeed him because I don't want to like, I don't know if he's on medication. I don't want to make things worse. Mm. Um, but I give, I've just given him some like little little nibbles here and there. Um, yeah, just because. It makes him come back to my house, and I like. To <laughs> and you have company, exactly. Yeah. He is, he is yeah. the one creature who I've spoken to um, in person uh, mm. regularly over the over the last few weeks.
2: So you're coping pretty well, then? Oh, absolutely. From what yeah. I'm hearing, yeah, um, absolutely.
1: Yeah. i yeah. I've downloaded lots of games on Steam, porn. I've downloaded lots of porn. Yeah. Um, I've basically. I am. Um, it's it's red raw down there. I, hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure how much more I can watch. To be honest, it's uh, it's getting pretty bad, Pete. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm, I might just have to. I might just have to like cut it off.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, things that were red, uh, we red did QuizzleMania, uh to not too Mania. long ago, uh, a couple days ago, and uh, which you won. The first. I did win. One. I yeah. did win,
1: and I don't think I'll ever win again. Uh, frankly, no. Um, I, although I am, I, I believe I am on this on on next week's one. If we're planning, I to believe we've not announced that we're redoing no, I said, it yet. I said, I, said, I, said, I said if we're planning to do another one, or oh, 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 not next week. Well,
2: I'll maybe plan- I just spoiled it too.
1: Ah, oh, uh, Pete. I hope we do a quiz at some point. I hope um, we redo
2: Quizzle Mania sometime. I don't know yeah. when we're going to do another one,
1: but um. Yeah, so, it. No, it it was good to, uh it was good to be on it i was only there because laurie was uh, editing um mm. but yes and the replacement's like got a win to, though wwe i would like to make it quite clear to everyone that i was not cheating <laughs> i hadn't I even didn't... brought it up mate people hadn't even brought... brought it up i know but people have been bringing it up um my dear lady partner was messaging me and she will she could she she's actually sitting here um so she would be quite able to walk over and and explain that she texted me she's not going to um but uh she texted me um on whatsapp saying uh because she knew i was on the stream i think she said and i quote meow um and so it's uh, a solid text exactly and i so i was replying to her saying oh it's it's, it's, it's overrun a bit I'll, I'll probably be finished in about half an hour but mm-hmm. that was just as Adam had asked a question, and so I'm mm-hmm. sitting there, look with my hands going on like on, on WhatsApp web, and people are going, "What's he doing?" Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah. So, But honestly, I, I the thing was, I really don't care enough to to cheat <laughs> in a quiz with my friends. Um, Apparently
2: not. But yeah. that wasn't the only time you cheered this week. Now, what's it? Was it Datsun?
1: See again <laughs> the same thing, or pretty much the same thing happened. So yesterday we did a quiz. So Ollie did a quiz for us on our on our kind of work. Uh, or, as as it,
2: it is, as it's called, enforced fun.
1: Enforced fun. Yeah. Um, and this was more general knowledge and stuff like that, which happens to be like because I do I do a lot of quizzes in my spare time, and I do a lot of like mm-hmm. pub quizzes in, in in sort of as a hobby. So. It's it's something that I I feel like I'm quite good at and and yeah I, I won it by like two points but again during mm. the during the final round I had a so weirdly I had a picture of a Indian cricketer next to me and in the refle- <laughs> yeah this is
2: going to take a little bit of explaining and in I the think.
1: reflection um, Michelle so Pete's girlfriend saw me change tab
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then Ollie said oh it looked like what was it bird was it bird box.
2: A uh, letterbox.
1: Letterbox. I don't even know because, what letterbox is.
2: Because the round was it was if anyone here has seen Quizlemania, the final round we did, the survival round, where you go backwards in chronological order uh, of naming something, and you mm. just go until the last person's left. If you get it wrong, you're out of the game. Uh, this one was MCU movies in reverse chronological order, starting with the most recent, working backwards, and uh, and it, being Iron Man. Yep, totally. Um, And it looked like, from the reflection of the picture from Datsun's webcam, it looked like he was on some sort of site like Letterboxd, where you could see all the MCU
1: movies. That's exactly what it looked like. I I honestly didn't have never heard of Letterboxd as a website. I genuinely Mm. don't know what Letterboxd is. It's just where people leave their own reviews and stuff. Well, yeah, I'm sorry that that (laughs) that it looked that way. Again, I really don't care that much. There was nothing at stake. Uh, in this quiz, <laughs> no. um, but other than your own pride, Well, exa- I don't have any. Um, but like <laughs> the <laughs> thing was, you were all going, "You're cheating! You're cheating!" And Luke goes, Andy why are you being so defensive?" And I was like, "Because you're all telling me that I'm." You. <laughs> sit here and go. Sit there and go. No, 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 not me. Um, but to to get away from this issue, I am now going to be doing a quiz next week. Mm. Um, so you can't but, cheat. So I can't cheat, although I will know all the answers in advance.
2: Um, exactly. Yeah.
1: Hey, I'm going to be doing a sports round. I hate you. Although, what well, you know what I'm going to be doing? I'll give you a bit of a tease. I'm going to be mm. doing easy sports round. Literally, the questions are going to be something like, name a football team that wears red. Right, okay. Or name a tennis player that isn't Roger Federer. That's Right. Thing. Okay. okay. So I'm going to be. I'm going to. So people can like people like Luke can feel that like they know something about sport. Mm-hmm. Um, well, considering
2: considering sport- that I have a degree in coaching and sports science, yeah. you'd think I know more about sport. But funny that since I've got my degree, I've not really done anything about sports since. No.
1: So, uh, but I will be yeah. doing. I will be doing this week's quiz to uh, avoid any uh, accusations. Mm. Um, because once again i couldn't care less about winning or losing i really i'm really not that guy who goes oh well this quiz between my friends i i got to win because otherwise otherwise what, what what will they think of me otherwise um, i'll look stupid like me yeah exactly <laughs> who who no, got like what 12 points half, by half the, of the end of it, of like it. a third a third of my points no, yeah it's one of those things though because those kind of quizzes if you don't do that sort of quiz if you if you're not that bothered about doing quizzes like that you're not going to do very well because you're just not that bothered. But if it had mm. been a quiz about pop culture or mm-hmm. like movies or I don't know, nerd culture, geek culture, you, I would have I li- would have lost that so easily. You, you, you and, yeah. you, you and the rest of them. I, it would have been me on three points and you and the rest of them on fifty points. Yeah. Um,
2: you did but... turn around miraculously in the in that MCU round, though, for someone who supposedly doesn't know anything about the MCU. I don't. Not thing is,
1: I watched. Uh When I before Endgame, uh, I watched a forty-five minute video from Looper. I think it is, which mm. did every movie in order. Right. There were a couple that I guess that there were because there were a couple which I knew were sort of in the right area. But then because other people named the ones that I was kind of tossing up between, I was kind of like, okay, well, it's probably that one. And there were some I got really lucky, on. and there were also some which was which were kind of like it makes sense for it to be this one because mm-hmm. that they would say like for example you'd go through and then they'd go oh well it was uh, ant-man versus blah blah and i'd go well in that case i think they're pretty sure that came out just after this um because you see it on like the das internets and because i have mm. i do work in an office of people who are obsessed with the mcu um i kind of it does it does rub off um i was quite lucky as well because i kept getting like the last one in the phase Like, I got, Mm, got, yeah, at at the end, it was kind of like The Incredible Hulk, and I was like, Well, it has to be Iron Man. Well, it's it's, Iron Man, yeah, that's the only film left. Um, and then because we drew on that, because I was up against Luke and and Laurie, who know the MCU very well, then Mm. we did British Prime Ministers, and then we all screwed up immediately. Um, (laughs) As we know, up to Margaret Thatcher, and because Mm. I'd watched The Iron Lady, I knew the one after that, but after that no one knew any of them. Um, yeah, no, it was
2: a, it was a, it was a scene is what it was. Yes. Um but yeah, overall it was very fun. I'm looking forward to your quiz. I'm I'm curious to see what kind of rounds you're going to include because I get I'm the feeling to... that you're going to have some
1: questions that you'll be like, well everyone knows that and all of us will be like no one knows that. That's it. See that but yeah, I'm going to try and make it so what my one of my ideas and I'm going to run this by you now was hmm. to ask everyone for a specialist subject. Okay. And something that they think that they know very well. Okay. And then I just do like, this is Pete's round. And then you've got to try and, and then that's your specialist subject, but people can try and sort of chip in with their own answers as well. Um, so everyone gets like their specialist subject, but then you can try and like get extra points from that. So
2: it's, So it's like mastermind.
1: Exactly. But you're all answering all the same questions.
2: So you have like one round for each of us. And yeah, each so of those so rounds will be someone's specialist subject.
1: Yeah, so like Ollie goes, "Oh well, my specialist subject is I don't know uh, Transformers." Mm. There are some of you who won't know anything about that, yeah. least, and then but and then there are like a few who know a bit about it, and sort of like that. And then you'll be like, "Oh, my specialist subject is Dungeons and Dragons," and I'll be like, "Crap!" Now I have to think of ten questions about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, that's just an idea. I might it, it might be a bit convoluted because there might be like Luke might go, "Well, my specialist subject." Is a TV show that someone else has also watched. Um, I'll have a think, but uh, I'm definitely going to do a. Well, you know what Luke would do though,
2: because he, he'd what? quite clearly be like, my specialist subject is the teen, Teenage, Teenage, Mutant Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles toy range from 1987 to 1992 specifically, Luckily, and then you have to come up with questions about that.
1: Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a think, but um, I've got yeah. uh, I've got Monday off. Um, so mm. I'll probably write write the quiz on Monday. Hell um, yeah, dude! So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, uh,
2: that is yeah. probably all the time we've got for this edition of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, uh, stay tuned to the Wrestle Talk podcast. We've got a lot of content coming your way. We've got reviews of WrestleMania. Uh, if you're not familiar with our YouTube channel, we've got Indie Mania coming uh, today and tomorrow, which is a three hour live stream Saturday and Sunday. Uh, featuring some of the best matches from indie promotions all over the world to help raise funds for them so we can uh, help them out in this time of need. Uh, There's going to be some huge names as part of the stream, people like Will Ospreay, Ricochet, Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne, Walter, people like that. Uh, So some awesome, awesome matches that are going to be showcased to help these promotions out because they need it. Um, But uh, yeah, and we're going to have, of course, lots of content on the podcast feed as well. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Love you all. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And I love you all. Goodbye.